Hi, my name's Evelyn, and I have a cool story for you. I'm an only child in a wealthy family, and my parents love me dearly. I was a long-awaited daughter because my mother can get pregnant for a long time. So, my parents gave me everything I could have ever dreamed of and more. I even had my own butler and my own stable. But still, I'm the most miserable teenager because I live in a golden cage and have nothing but money. It all started when I went into a coma when I was five, which lasted almost six months. At a children's party, a heavy backdrop fell on me and I blacked out. Honestly, I don't remember anything about it, but my mother always remembered the story whenever I wanted to take a walk outside the mansion. After that incident, my parents had a panic attack. They were afraid to let me go anywhere. They were terrified that something would happen to me again. I couldn't go outside the gate, even if I was accompanied by them. So it turned out I was very rich, yet I had nothing. That's why I interacted with people through social networks, but under strict supervision. After all, my mother was very worried that I might fall in with a bad crowd that way. You already don't let me go anywhere. I have to make friends somehow. I argued. Dear, you don't know people at all. They can take advantage of your naivety. I care about you. I don't want anyone to hurt you. Mom said sweetly and stroked my head. And a little later, she told me I had a new pony in the stable. Every time my parents would say no to me, they always bought me something expensive and ridiculous after. For example, last time, my father ordered a clown to entertain me, as if I were five years old, instead of 15. Before the clown, I found an expensive Barbie in a Swarovski crystal dress on my bed. Now it was a pony, which I didn't need at all. It even annoyed me a bit, but who would have thought that the pony would be the golden key to my freedom? Sesame was sick with something, refused to eat, or drink. We used to call the vet to the house in such cases, but this time he could not come. So I, along with my parents, went to the vet. I was looking at the tall buildings like a fool. I couldn't believe my eyes. The ferris wheel, somewhere in the distance, and also the bright signs that no one else was excited about but me. For the first time in years, I was out of my golden cage. Even a stray dog evoked a lot more emotion from me than another briefcase full of money my parents gave me for every holiday. Stay away from her! My father yanked me by the arm to keep me away from that poor dog. But this puppy is so cute! He might have rabies! He'll bite you and that's it! You'll die! At the time, I didn't know you could get a rabies shot, so I trusted my daddy and huddled up against him out of fear so that no dog would bite me. The clinic said the pony was fine, and I was looking out the window, right into the city park. People were walking. I wanted so badly to get out of here and walk around all night. And then, a brilliant idea popped into my head. Really, why not just run away? While my parents were busy with Sesame and the doctor, I snuck out of the clinic and ran straight for the park. I was only planning on walking for a few minutes or a couple of hours. But I knew I was in trouble when it got dark, and I couldn't find my house, because somehow, I magically got lost. I didn't even notice how I left the park. At first, I was just feeding the ducks, then I had to let go of my jacket, since a stray dog clung to it. 
to make sure he didn't bite me and give me rabies. I ran away from it without looking back and ran off to God knows where. I had no phone, no money, and I was scared out of my mind. The city was big and frightening, and I was just a little bug in it. Finally, I couldn't take it anymore. Sat down on the ground and cried. Someone threw me some change and barked at me to stop crying on the street. What kind of people are these? No one would help me. I said to myself, get used to it. It's life. A guy about my age, dressed in some rags, came up to me. I was really scared of him. I wanted to run away, but I slipped and fell. The guy leaned over me, and I thought he was going to do something bad to me, because my parents always said that people were bound to hurt me. Careful, it's very slippery today. The cleaner helped me out. What's your name, and what are you doing out at night? Did your parents kick you out of the house too? I... What? They kicked you out? It shocked me so much that all the other words disappeared from my head. Yeah, a year and a half ago. Now I'm wandering the streets, begging for money and food. And if I can, I even work part-time. I felt very sad and somehow embarrassed. And I was even more embarrassed when he gave me his thin jacket to keep me warm. He was so noble, even though he's homeless. Ordinary people are not as kind as he is. Come on, I know a place where they can feed you. He took my hand, but I was still very scared and stepped aside. I don't know you. My name's Elliot. Don't be afraid. I want to help you. Okay, I squeaked. I'm Evelyn. But as we walked, we were stopped by some suspicious characters, and I think Elliot knew them. I knew it was a trap. They were going to grab me and kill me. I closed my eyes, but then Elliot grabbed my hand. And we ran. I looked back and saw those suspicious guys crouching in pain. We ran into some diner, and Elliot asked the cook for some food for me. What a pretty one, Elliot. Did they kick her out too? Apparently, he shrugged. They handed me a burger, but I couldn't eat it because I had no appetite. So I gave it to Elliot. No, no, no. You need it more, he insisted. Elliot, no one threw me out. I just got lost. And I couldn't explain it to you right away out of fear. I told him the story of my life. I felt so guilty. I had lived my whole life in comfort. But Elliot had to live on the street, without a family or a home. How awful I am. I didn't appreciate what I had at all. I can understand you. They took away your freedom. No one can put up with that. Elliot said and smiled. And then the headlights blinded us. Here comes the cops. They grabbed me right away. Elliot jumped at the officers, but they tasered him. No! I screamed and tried to get Elliot, but they pushed me into a car and took me away. The cops brought me home. Mom was almost unconscious, and Dad nearly had a heart attack. Evie, where have you been? Mom asked right away. I got lost in town. Why did you run away in the first place? It's so dangerous. Because I wanted to be free. Well, how was it? Did you like it? My father shouted. It doesn't look like you're enjoying your own stunt. I hope you learned the lesson and you wouldn't leave the house again. I was scared to walk around the yard at first because of the shock I'd been through. But then I started thinking a lot about Elliot and other homeless people. 
There were so many of them. Surely, many had lost their homes through no fault of their own. I really wanted to see him, but now I was constantly watched by parents. They started accompanying me, even to the stables now. At the same time, they began to shower me with various goodies, which now had lost all their value to me. It took me just a few hours to rethink my whole life. Eventually, one night, I couldn't stand it anymore. I decided to run away from home, but mom and dad made sure that we'd have even more security. The security guards stopped me right at the gate. Where do you think you're going, Evie? Dad came out into the yard. Dad, believe me, it's very important. I need to get away for a while. No, sweetheart, you're not going anywhere. Go to your room. But I have to help someone. Don't be silly, Evie. Go to your room. I complied and went back to my room. But I still felt uneasy. So, I decided to talk to my parents about Elliot. At first, they didn't want to hear anything. And once again, they gave me a briefcase full of money. But I couldn't take it anymore. I threw all the money in the fireplace. Listen to me! I screamed and even cried. Once I came to my senses after my meltdown, I explained to my parents who Elliot was and how he had helped me. Mom and Dad were skeptical. However, after a couple of days, my father said he was willing to help this guy. I licked him up. He had a dysfunctional family. That's why he ended up on the street. Are you really going to help him? I hugged my dad, but I never thought he'd take Elliot as a maid in our stables. What? How could he do that to the man who literally saved me? Elliot himself, however, was quite pleased. Don't worry, Evie. I couldn't have hoped for more. He said, swinging his broom briskly. But you're not a slave. You don't have to. Evie, believe me, after a life on the streets, this is heaven for me. I'm perfectly happy to work for a roof over my head and food. I didn't understand him. How could anyone be satisfied with this position? I decided to talk to my parents again, but they were adamant in their decision. Every man must work. This boy has a job now. Money and even a house. What more do you want, Evie? For him not to be our slave. But my parents didn't hear me again, so I decided to rebel. And this time, I came up with the perfect escape plan, and it worked. I took a long walk through the streets of the city to get my parents nervous. I even got to ride that Ferris wheel. And for the first time in my life, I had such unforgettable, vibrant emotions. But this time, they found me much faster. Thanks to Elliot, who I told about how I wanted to ride the Ferris wheel, my parents thanked him for his help, and they decided to punish me again. But then, Elliot stood up for me. I'm just a homeless kid. But listen to me. Evie needs her freedom. She needs to socialize. Let her be a normal teenager. And I'll keep an eye on her to make sure nothing happens. You helped me, and I'm ready to return the favor. My parents trusted Elliot because he helped find me. And from time to time, they let me go out with him. Afterwards, we could go out whenever we wanted, as much as we wanted. Because I was with Elliot, who, by the way, became my foster brother. I got freedom, understanding parents, and the best brother on earth. Do you think people in this world have become more heartless? Or is there still goodness in many of them?